Hey everybody, uh, before we get started, I, I please don't fast forward through this. I could be talking about your specific city. I'm going to be in Appleton, Wisconsin, May 5th and 6th with Zach Martina. I'm going to be in Louisville, Kentucky, the May 12th and 13th with Ranta Claus. Then, guys, it gets a little interesting. I'm going on this, um, it's called the Fully Loaded Tour with Burt Kreischer. It's going to be uh, a bunch of comedians that you've heard of. And then it's uh, June 22nd in Traverse City, Michigan, the 23rd, Fort Wayne, 24th, St. Louis, 25th, Lincoln, Nebraska. Then I'm going to uh, go home and I'm going to recharge and I'm going to get all the booze out of my veins. And then I'm going to uh, reattach myself to the tour July 6th in Huntsville, 7th in New Orleans, 8th Memphis, which is one of my favorite cities, and July 9th in Oklahoma City. That's true. Then I'm going to I'm really going to hit you with some stuff here. I'm going to be Denver Comedy Works September 14th through 16th. The tickets uh they'll be on my website soon. So this whole spring thing that I'm telling you, they're not on there yet, but they will be soon. So put a reminder on your phone. Denver Comedy Works 14 through 16 of September. Then I'm going to Dan Cummins Summer Camp. Dan and Lindsay Cummins are doing a summer camp. And that's September 21st through the 23rd. I'm going to be at the Raleigh Improv October 6th and 7th. I'm going to be at the Atlanta Punchline October 19, 2021. I'm going to be at the Chicago Improv November uh, 2 through 4. I'm going to be at Wise Guys Saint uh, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City Wise Guys, November 9 through 11, never forget. Then I'm going to be at the Aladdin Theater in Portland, Oregon on the 14th of December. And the 15th and 16th, I will be at the Tacoma Comedy Club. And that wraps up my year. There's going to be a couple more dates added. Not a ton. Don't worry. I'm going to be in Tampa in January. I'm going to be doing a Texas run in January. We'll get all, all the cities figured out. But that's where I'm going to be for now. I have way less dates, but I have dates. May 5th, 6th, Atlanta, Mikey Winfield, Punchline, and June 7th, I will be at Acme Comedy Company, one night, one show, one guy, Acme, June 7th. Get your tickets, (laughs) go to Acme's website, June 7th, Minneapolis, I will be there. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thank you so much for coming back. And this is absolutely my real voice when I am saying thank you. It like makes it seem so much realer. Come on. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Hey, how are you? I'm I'm fantastic. Sure. I have to tell you what I get to see every day from the... window of the gym. Now, understand something that this already seems made up because I'm watching it from the gym. But I promise Mm -hmm. you, everything in this story is exactly how I tell you. Okay. Okay. So, across from the gym, there are two of these sandwich board, you know, like advertisement things, but it says, find your family and then underneath that happiness. Now, first of all, Let me tell you a little story about if I found my family. 
it would not bring me happiness. It would bring me questions. It would bring me frustration. There'd be a lot of like, where the fuck have you been? Like a lot of that stuff. No happiness. So don't don't come at me advertising finding your family as happiness. I would. It would bring me a lot of happiness if we could find your. Fa- so yeah. it would bring no, somebody. I'm, I'm, fa- if some somebody would be happy. Yeah. Well, not me. So then. It's, I find out it's Jeho- they're Jehovah's Witnesses. Now, I'm not shitting on Jehovah's Witnesses because I don't know anything about them. I know two things about Jehovah's Witnesses. Number one, they knock on doors and give you pamphlets. Mm-hmm. I know that because it's happened. And number two, Prince, the singer Prince, was a Jehovah's, Jehovah's Witness. Witness. That's all I know. Two things. One is, so this building that the sandwich boards are in front of is owned by Jehovah's Witnesses? and No, no, no. They're on a sidewalk. Out right on the on so the sidewalk that borders a a city park, mm-hmm. that's where they are. Now I've got some questions like, do you have a permit? But I don't ask any of these questions because no. I'm too enthralled with what's happening. There are two sandwich boards behind the sandwich boards. There are there's always one person behind each, so there are two people hanging out, and they're like talking to people as they walk by. But then, but then. At the same time, every single day, a couple will walk by and they'll go, hey, and they'll go, are you talking to us? Like, it's so dramatic. It's like a lot of arm movements. It's like, are you us? Are we the chosen? And they walk over and they have this conversation and then they're like, you know, using their hand and going up and down the sandwich board like this could all be yours for the low, low price of eternal bullshit. <laughs> and you're watching this happen and it's wild. And then the people that were there leave and the people that they, you know, fake just met take over the sandwich boards. It's so crazy. And I'm so now I'm really into this. I want to know what the fuck is going on because clearly this is an elaborate ploy or play. Pick your vowel. I don't care. It's an elaborate ploy or play to get people to think that being a Jehovah's Witness is so easy. Sure. You'd be accepted so easily that you can just walk by a sandwich board and now those are your that's your responsibility. Yeah. It's it's so so then I started doing I go down from the gym. And I walk into a Starbucks, and this is the staging area. This is like backstage. This is where all the fake Jehovah's Witness, the whatever, the fake couples are getting ready. They're getting caffeinated to go do the little walk of like, oh, yeah, I'll love to listen. No one ever fucking listens, by the way. No one walking a dog has ever stopped. No one riding a bike has ever stopped. I've heard like a, you know, when you see someone, but you can't hear them and their head violently shakes a couple times and you go, oh, that person just screamed, fuck you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They just scream that at, a, at another person, mm-hmm. but you can't hear them. So you just go, this is, this is crazy. And then you get people that walk by that are dressed, ironically, exactly like the people that are already behind the sandwich boards. I don't know if there's like a uniform for Jehovah's Witness. I told you, I don't know a lot you about know much. it, yep. but they stop. So then... Uh, so I go behind another building, right? That's not even in play at this point. Okay. A third tower. And, and that that's where they park. That's where this whole, oh. these, these Jehovah's Witnesses park. And then they walk around. They go warm up with some coffee at Starbucks. 
And then when it, it, all of a sudden they're looking at their watch, because right. I sit in Starbucks and I watch, and they're looking at their watch, and I walk around, and uh, then they leave, and they walk down to a bridge, cross the street, and then come back as if they are just out for a walk in their long skirt and their suit. I'm sorry, <laughs> did your car break down on the way home from work? What the fuck are you walking in that outfit for? Anyways, so the, and it's it's crazy. I watch it every single day I'm at the gym. So two days a week, I get to see this activity take place. It is so insane to me. No one has, no one else has ever stopped. That's what's, that's the saddest thing. They just keep doing this and churches aren't taxed. So I'm assuming these actors are getting paid to be in this play. It's, it's fucking awesome. It's, it is the best TV I've seen in quite a while. So you weren't obviously content being the enemy of a singular church. That's that's the number one takeaway I have. Your beef with the Catholic Church <laughs> aside. <laughs> I don't have a beef with Jehovah's Witnesses. I just think it's so interesting that that is the strategy they've employed. Yeah, sure. I agree with the, that. The Catholic Church is is demonic. I mean, I'm not even going to argue with that. But But this is just real funny to me. It's, a, it's, it's, it's like a sad funny. It's like a Ricky Gervais series where you go, oh, this is, I'm laughing, but only to hold back tears. It's crazy. Yeah, it's somebody who paid, a, it's the person who rented a Corvette and, you know, convinced, a, you know, paid a, like a, a, a pretty actress to come with him to his high school reunion. Is that kind of what you're, essentially they're making this their religion exactly. look appealing. Yeah, and yes, and by the way, I know that you have like companies advertise. They get these. By the way, I don't know who writes commercials, but fucking quit it. There are so many times where I've gone like, oh, you know what? I I should look into new insurance, and then I'll see an, an insurance commercial that's like, uh, hey, well, how much for that uh, recliner? And he's like, well, the recliner's not for sale. And they're like, well, this is a yard sale, and the recliner's in the yard, so it's... And then the whole both couples say at the same time, for sale. It's the stupidest fucking commercial. And I go, well, I'm not getting that insurance. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. The commercial has ruined any appeal to this fucking product. Commercials suck. But anyway, sure. I understand that you have, you have to advertise. You have to have a commercial. You have to Living make things commercial. look appealing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But, but to go back to your analogy, it would be like... If uh, if a guy had a cardboard sign around his neck that said "need need a prom date" or whatever, sure. And then all of a sudden, this beautiful model drives by in a Corvette and is like, "What? You, what? Me? Me? I when I'm not doing anything that day. I mean, it's so it's just so dramatic." And so overproduced. It's so funny. God, okay. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna film it. I uh, no, yeah, no. That seems like this. that seems like the right decision. Film it. <laughs> I want to film it, but I also I, I, I don't want to sh shit on this this hard. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. I We've have been, been through before. a pretty serious lawsuit for your actions. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, you can't film anything at the Catholic Church because it's kid porn. But um, what were you saying? <laughs> The only things I know about Jehovah's Witnesses is uh, I knew one girl in high school who was Jehovah's Witness, and she was pretty cool. 
So that's one. I know that. I would agree with that. The second thing I know is they built a Jehovah's Witness church in my town, but they didn't put any windows in it. And I got to tell you, that didn't help the townsfolk be chill about it. You know, that didn't. Sure. That didn't dispel any rumors or weird talkings from the Baptists and the Catholics, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, let, let me. So the reason they don't put uh, windows. Come on. In the Jeho- I think it's called. I think it's called Jehovah's Kingdom. Okay. I think that's what it's uh, on the outside of the building because I too went to school with someone that was Jehovah's Witness and um, we were at a party and he was like, can you give me a ride home? And I'm like, no problem. And then it was that. It was to there. And so I was like, are, are you in trouble? Because I watched you drink. Um, but that's not the point. Here's the meeting that goes on before they build those. They're like... Uh, Hey, you guys, uh, how many windows should we have? And then the elder comes out and he's like, hey, what's our main strategy when knocking on doors? Looking in windows to see if people are home. No fucking windows, okay? (laughs) We don't want another group coming, peering in our windows, taking our game plan. No windows. So that's, that's the reason. I also know that if Jehovah's Witness had not been, it never became a religion, I think Jehovah's Witness would be an all-time church rapper name. Big time. The yeah. Jehovah's Witness. Like, you have to listen to some, like, youth pastor give you some horrible speech. And remember, kids, it's up to you. And then he's like, all right, now put your hands together for Jehovah's Witness. And you have to watch some, like, 38-year-old white loser with the Ten Commandments on his neck. <laughs> Comes out like just comes out. He's like, Are you, you you got a lot of zits? Are you feeling odd? Well, come to the kingdom and meet your God. It's a lot of that stuff. Just walks out, Blue Earth Baptist Church. Uh, 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 let me hear you say yayo. Like a lot of that shit. Yeah. I mean, well, it wouldn't be Baptist. Well, I mean, he could be. If if Jehovah's Witness Yeah, because you said if it had never been a never church. been a yeah. thing. But you gotta ask, you gotta, I mean, Jay-Z, right? H to the Izzo, V to the Izze. Sure. He's calling himself Hova. He is, that's true. It it would, I mean, even non-church rappers, like now rappers, I'm not deep in the rap game these days, uh, but the names are, the names have changed. There's not a lot of Snoop Doggy Dogs yeah. and Dr. Dre's and Easy. I'm the oldest person. I'm somehow older than you, but... Yeah, you're, you're you're getting there with this one. Jehovah's Witness would be it would be really good. I my personal favorite is DJ three one six. I think that would be a great church rapper name. I think so too. The only problem with in in the rap game, I don't know if you want to attach Witness to your name. Sure, because uh, I believe this is uh, stitches. Uh, and ditches for snitches. Do unto others. I could be do unto others. Can you put a full sentence? Can your rap name be Duan? Ooh, Duan. Duan Tothers. Duan. D W. This isn't going the right direction. If Duan Tothers. If you had to join a religion, since you have clearly made it your mission to take, I them have all to. Down, I'm going to pause you right here. I know that you have a question for me, but hold on, because my new alias that I check in to hotels with. Maybe Dwan Tothers. I love it so much. Sure. They're like, uh, hey, you know if Chad Daniels is staying here? Uh, no. Mm, is, is any chance Dwan Tothers is? Like, yeah. And uh, room 316, that's where he always stays. Dwan Tothers is one of those cool, like, that is one of those, it could be very definitely both 
white or black. Like you, if you're like, hey, did you hear that the Bengals drafted yeah. Duan Tuthers? You know, you'd be like, yeah, he's amazing. He was great at Miami. But if you're like, hey, did you hear uh, our neighbor Duan Tuthers? Uh, he is willing to trap the muskrats as long as he can keep the meat. <laughs> and he's yeah. like, I'm Duan. Like that's one of those cool, unique names that isn't necessarily stuck with one side of the of the black or white. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are there Duan are Tuthers we, sounds like yeah. he he sounds like a, a high school football coach that's on a one year contract and he has to get the white students and the black students to get along. He's like, I right, listen, I've had it with this shit. I am Coach Duan Tuthers. And you will listen to me and we will get along and we will do push-ups all goddamn year. He sounds it sounds like this is happening in a small town. I can't imagine this is happening in the city somewhere. Duan Tuthers? He can he can work anywhere. He's on a one year contract. He's like Bagger Vance, except for football. For, yeah, racially He just walks away during the game and he disappears. Oh, like a uh, field of dreams, except football and a high school coach who yes. brings together different races. If you had to join a religion, <laughs> if I was like, Chad, you don't have a choice. You got to pick one. We got to slot you into one of these. Which direction are you going and why? Oh, boy. You know, this is one of these things where I would have to put a ton of thought into to give you the actual answer with all of the background. Mm -hmm. But right now, my um, my head is saying Catholicism. <laughs> Um, I'd like to get in there as a covert spy. No, that's not my answer, but, um, I don't know. So here's the thing. There are so many good things about religions. Sure. Like there are, there are good things, but then there are just so many more fucking monstrous things. Right? That's not like, the question, Chad. If you are forced to pick. In a on-the-spot moment where you don't get to break it down, are you or are you not picking Mormon? I'm not picking Mormon. Okay. Yeah, you you seem I'm, like I'm, I'm, I'm. You seem like you'd want to go to one of those like really loose churches where they're like they're like we don't care what you do, just come here on Sunday. And I got to be honest, that seems like a cool place to me too. It's it's interesting the level of strictness. Do you? Because what did you do? You remember right. the first time? you went to a church that they were like rules yeah where you grew up it's like if you don't do this prepare for the eternal flame prepare for the pokey yeah. man to burn you alive like you remember the first time you went to a place and you walked in and there was somebody smoking outside the church and you're like well, I never saw that at first lutheran i don't know that i remember that but i do remember going to a youth group where i was like uh there we have the run of the church. Oh yeah, and we're and we're gonna play Ditchum. It's like you're never gonna find me because I'm gonna be inside of Becky. <laughs> I mean, obviously that's not true, but there were like there were so many <laughs> <laughs> like youth groups were wild. Yeah, it's one dude. I've said this about church lock-ins, but it's one youth pastor. <laughs> whose whole job is to want to get you to like him. Yeah. And of in charge course of you get to do kids. everything. And the other person in charge yeah. is just a friend of his. You're like, you see that guy in yeah. church like 70% of the time. 
Yeah, man. Right. I if you have if there's two groups of kids lined up, and one of them is a gang, and the other one's a youth group, and you're just sending your kid off for one night, like the youth group, the gang is like we're going downtown, and the youth group is like we're having a lock-in. I don't know what the right parenting decision <laughs> there is. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it is wild. But we used to go all the time because they had two liters of Mountain Dew and then uh, pizza. And they'd let us take the leftover pizza and the leftover Mountain Dew and Dr. Peppers and stuff. So we were like, yeah, I'll listen to this. No problem. I'll play Jesus Bingo. I don't give a shit. I love pizza. Yeah. So we would go there. And and I will tell you, I met some uh, very nice people. I'm not, I'm not backing down from my stance on religion back and back. I, I, I did such a coward this I, is my so problem when you my favorite like a coward. my favorite thing about going to church was the fellowship i really enjoy that but i think you can get that a lot of other places i don't think you need to uh i don't think you need to go just agree that there's a man in the sky to have people be nice to you on sunday morning. that's our rap group gang we're the fellowship I'm, that's what we're called. We go by the fellowship. That's our Wu-Tang okay. clan. Yep. I'm the fellowship. We're the okay. fellowship. I'm Jehovah's Witness. You're Dr. 316, not Dr. DJ 316. We got to be careful. We don't know how people feel about doctors at these performances. Science! <laughs> I want to move off it. I want to move off it. I <laughs> Yeah, I bet you do. I want to I move off it so badly. <laughs> I bet you do. I, as you know, we talked, I got hit up a bunch last week after last week's episode. Um, that's okay. a good sentence. Last week after last week's episode, which was happened yep. to happen last week. I happened to happen. Happened to happen. Um, a lot of people hit me up about my behavior with geese. Okay. And... I don't know what I'm polling at, like what's it called for presidents and approval rating, but in I th yeah. think in terms of my, and normally I have a pretty low approval rating when I disclose my attitudes and behaviors on this show. When we get feedback on a decision I've made, not great. Well, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree with that just a little bit. I think there are people that um, tune into this program for you. And there are people that tune into this program for me. And then there are the majority of people that tune in for the show. Yeah. But I think there are individual things because I will get people uh, that come to my comedy show, my stand-up, my live stand-up comedy show, and they will buy three magnets that say, it's a, it's a, it's a Poe magnet, and it says, it's a magnet from my old joke. They will buy a koozie that says "Drive Safe, Don't Rape." They Great will buy commercial here. three T-shirts that have a uh, championship belt that says "Locker Boxing State Champ." They will buy all these things, and then they will go, "Oh my God, that show was so fun! We la we were crying. My husband spit beer out of his nose." And then they'll go, uh, "Love the podcast. Cy kind of stole it. Cy steals the podcast." And I go, why are you here? Why are you here? Why aren't you following the V-shaped goose line <laughs> to land in his backyard to tell him that? I'm not going to tell him. And now look at me. Here I am telling you. That's, and that's why I haven't so come back there, to stand-up yet. I just I like that dynamic are, for you. Yeah. The, I, there are people that 
that you could say anything. You could come on here and be like, hey guys, I've decided to be Catholic and not one of the good ones. <laughs> and then they'll be like, yeah, but give him a chance, his back hurt. <laughs> Yeah, I do I mean, have the, the disease pity. Will, I do get the you disease pity. Always have. Yeah. That's not what I meant. I'm saying they're making excuses for your poor behavior. I know. So that you will always pity. have those people. So I, I sh- maybe sure. I think we have. Uh, I think we do have a, a spectrum of people. But my approval rating on this geese shit, it's through the roof, man. It is through sure. the roof, with yeah. the exception of a couple people who are real, real upset I'm shooting the geese. And, you know, a couple of them sent me really thoughtful messages. And rather than responding to them in Insta- like on Instagram, I thought I would do it on this show. Uh, be lucky that I don't get a hold of these geese and slit their throat in front of their children. I don't care. I don't know what it is. I have, you and I have talked about this, Chad. I have this, like, I don't, I killed a bee and bees sting you. I've seen my girl. I know what a bee is capable of. Yeah, me too. And I killed a bee and I felt bad about it. And I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is about geese. Anything else that gets animal that gets killed, I feel bad about. I don't have that feeling with the geese. I do not feel it. Was it a honeybee? First of all, was it a honeybee? I don't really know. Or was it one of these fucking hybrid wasps? It yeah, it was had a longer body. It was a scare. It was scarier looking than a honeybee. Yeah, so bees are the you future. Can kill I understand that. All, you can yeah, but honeybees are the future. These fucking weird hybrid wasps that look like they might transform into a car. It's like enough. Your shiny blue body scares the shit out of me. So get out of my house. Get out of my yard. I understand that. Second thought is, if you slit a goose's throat, it's going to take close to fifteen minutes. That's a long ass throat, and you know that they have a long neck, and it's going to take you. You, precision th- you to think go I'm going the, the long way? You think I'm? You think I'm slitting a goose's? That's a power move. Instead of that is a power. Instead move. of going hot, uh, hamburger style, you slit a goose's throat, hot dog style. Yeah, you have to, right? It's like uh, it's like how That's you you rough. know when people slit their throat, you go across the train track or slit the wrist. It's across the train tracks. Doesn't always work. Go the long you way. You go hot dog style, like you said. That's nights out. So nights out. A lot Did of you say people, nights out. Nights out. Yeah, I kind of like that. I don't know if that was a misspeak or yeah. not, but I, Jehovah's nights Witness loves K. that. I got a song called Nights Out. It's coming out next week. It's about the Uh-oh. prayer we have <laughs> before bedtime. When is time to tuck oh, in? Yeah, let's not do that. Out. Let's not do it. Okay, let's not let's, do it. Okay. Let's not okay. do it. <laughs> it's about nine o'clock. Let's not do it. Let's not go into okay, it. That's fair. One of that's fair. One of the messages that uh, I re- I responded to the first person who was pro goose, and then after that conversation, I was like, I don't think I'll respond to anybody else because they sent me a message about geese being federally protected, and I sent back, oh blah blah blah. I sent back, well then send the feds after me. I'm pretty good at what I do, like. You know, you know, it'd be nice in this country if children were federally protected. Come on now. How about how about you send some other messages? Let's protect the children before these geese. First, this is a true thing that I want to say. Good. Uh, The people that are sending you messages, Mm -hmm. ask them ask them to spell the word honk. Right, the noise that a goose makes, and a lot of them are going to go H O N K, but that's a trick because that's not right. It's H O U N K because they're fucking Canadian, and they come down here 
and they eat our birds' grasses and they take our birds' jobs and it's time to get back and they ruin our fucking pot machines with their quarters. It's like, you know what, dude? You go back to where you are from. And I think you've always made a- That's the only time you're going to hear me say that. You go back to where you're from. You've all, you've always made a great point about we're building the the wall on the wrong border, and yeah, I th- that's no shit. Think we not we shouldn't be building a wall. We should be building the net. We're building the net. Big huge net. Oh my god. Wrong border. Build that. Hear net. me out. Yes, yes, yes. So we get we get these nets. And we all the way to the sky. We talk to Elon Musk when when he's not ruining Twitter, and we go, "Hey, listen, we all lost our blue check marks. Help us out. We're going to attach these nets to your satellites. We're going to put them way up in the outer space, okay. and we're going to go. And uh, then the birds can't fly here, but then all the northern states become top golfs. Oh, so good. we're hitting hitting golf balls into the net. It's keeping birds out, and then uh, we just you, you eat a burger and you go, hey, this tastes a little gamey. And of course, it's it's geese. It's a goose burger. Oh, sure. So what wait, do you think? How what we, do you think about it? I am thinking about it, but how are we getting the goose burger if we're keeping them out? Are you saying in the rare event that one of my top drive, one of, well, I'm not golfing, one of your top golf drives collides with the net at the same time with the goose if that lands? Did yeah. you know that there is a, yeah. I think this is true, but you know me and information, I believe there is a, across the entire United States Canadian border, there's like a 20 foot wide dead zone, like neither, like the whole thing across the whole thing. Does that sound like something I learned on YouTube and is wrong? No, but I think they give you a little bit of, uh, they give you a little bit of room to fuck up. Yeah. Because... There were there are times I've been in the Boundary Waters. The Boundary Waters is a chain of lakes in northern Minnesota and lower Canada. And so um, you you canoe. There's no motorized vehicles allowed in the Boundary Waters. And sometimes we'd catch fish and then we'd go have shore lunch. And then all of a sudden someone would come up and they'd have like the round hat. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, this guy is, you know, either in uh, Mumford and Sons or he is a Canadian a, police officer. Yeah. Mountie and, and sons. so they come over and yeah, Mountie and son. They come over and they tell you that you have to leave because this is Canadian land or whatever. And so yeah, I think that is right. So if the goose, but, if uh, the ball collides with the goose, yeah. and it falls into the and here's a question about that area: Dead Is zone. crime legal in the in the in the twenty foot gap? What sort of is this like being out to no. sea? What's the jurisdiction no. aspect here? Is this like? Yeah, okay. So we can't just like bring a spouse up there and lose them. And I don't want to do that. I don't need anybody to react. I know everybody loves Jenna. Oh, that was whoa. just a question. <laughs> I watch a lot of wow. Dateline. And a lot of these people on Dateline, I'm going to tell you, I don't spoiler alert, they get caught. That's how they, Yeah. most of them are getting caught. How many people, do you ever think about, this is one of the dumb things my brain does. It goes, hey, don't ever do a white collar crime because obviously people get caught when they do white collar crimes. Bernie Madoff and all this. And then one day I had this realization. I was like, what the fuck am I talking about? No one ever. The reason they do it, there's probably so many people right now getting away with white collar crimes. Just sure. a couple of them got caught. So when we're talking murder, how many, okay. what percentage of murders are gotten away with, do you think? 
I would say 100% that take place in the US Canadian dead zone. <laughs> and then I would say how many murders get um, probably... Do you think it's a lot or do you think it's none? 50, I, I think it's... Oh, I think it's a lot. Do you think yeah. there's any bodies in that lake that you live on? No, uh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, because half of the lake is a state park. So you could definitely bring someone into the state park. Right? Yeah, that's I a mean, big imagine dropping how many times for bodies. Yeah, state park. because you get out there and you're uh, all you hear, the last thing you hear is, how many fucking times do I have to tell you to zip the tent? The mosquitoes are getting in here. And then you hear 20 minutes later, sploosh. The it's big. It's it's got to be outrageously hard to get away with murder today compared to like 30 years ago. I mean, and then 30 years ago oh, yeah. compared to 60 years ago with all the DNA technology, but with all the cameras and the tracking, now you watch the datelines and they're like, Jeff left his house at 12:15 p.m. And here he is on every fucking camera in town all the way to where <laughs> yeah. he dumped the body. You're like, you can't, you, it's, you gotta be pretty, yeah. if you're gonna murder someone that is close to you, like if I wanted to murder you, I'd have to have a pretty good plan, man. Yeah, and and a weapon that could reach me further than my arms because I would kill you right back. I'd kill you right back so fast. Oh, I'd kill you in your sleep. You're the sort of guy I'd kill in his sleep. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's a good strategy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. One of the people who, the person who sent me the geese are federally protected thing. Okay. And I was like, I'm, a, I'm not worried about the feds. Uh, they then sent me, uh, we got into it a little bit and they said, what to me, I've, and I've talked about this probably on this podcast, probably on stage forever, but they said my least favorite sentence, which is animals are better than people. Okay. That's a tough one for me. I think animals are amazing. I think they're so great. They're cute. They're fun. They're important to the ecosystem. Better than humans? At what? At what? At Flying. what? Not much. Flying. Not much. And also, I know what she means. She means there. She's watched a lot of these, you know, videos where a, a you know a grizzly bear raises a deer. The one in a thousand choice that the bear isn't like. I'm a fuck. I'm a kill you. Right. You you watch a lot of those yeah. and you go. The empathy that animals have knows no bounds. Sure. But I don't know that that is the norm. So first and foremost, until a bear beats me in floor hockey he's not like they're not better than me on, on that sense you're not better than me at stuff you're better than me at a few very bare specific stuff right yes yes i'll give it up for that but you're all i don't i just don't find am i off base here i don't find animals to be this we like to really place this empathy and love on animals that i don't believe exist they're wild creatures 
Right. I mean, animals are so great, right? Poe is always cuddling with me. He's always, you know, every time I get home, he's down wagging his tail and it's great. And in that moment, I think animals are better than people. Sure. Now, I would like to say to the person that sent you that message, put all your pets, put all 12 of your pets into the same room and don't feed them for one week. And they're going to see how fucking great everybody is. Okay? Because guess what? You're going to open the door. And there's going to be one pet. Yeah. That's it. It's going to be king pet of fuck mountain. And there's going to be blood on the mustache. And there's going to be some real weird like shitting in a corner stuff. And then we're going to see how great you think animals are. Bears, I, I'm, I've probably said this before on the podcast, but bears do a thing where they, when female bears have a cub, they don't want to mate anymore. And male bears, all they want to do is mate. And so what they'll do in the springtime, allegedly, again, I'm not a big information guy. I've been told. But just wait, you're, you're, you're cutting out. Are you saying bears or people? Bears. Okay. What they will do, who do you think is better at mating, me or a bear? Who can give it to you better? Here, with my disease, probably the bear. But you are a bear? I think you fuck better than a bear. For sure. For sure. I think my prediction... I have no idea. I've never seen a bear have sex. My prediction is you... He might be better at the sex, but I think you're going to be better at the foreplay. I think Chad out foreplays and every post, bear and in post the cuddling. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And post cuddling. Well, because I cut my fingernails. We don't have to get <laughs> gross here, but the truth is, I cut my fingernails, so I'm maybe better at foreplay and cuddling. I don't know about the actual intent, thrusting, but imagine sure. being imagine being a bear and being able to say, "Hey, suck my bear dick," because that's a double entendre, oh, and that would never get old. That would never get old. That'd be fun. What men bear do is uh, they go around. And they know that if they kill the baby bears, the biological thing inside the mama bear that's like, no mating, I have to raise my baby, goes, click, no more babies, I guess I can get back to mating. So do I think some animals are better than people in some ways? For sure. But do I think there's a lot of horny guys walking into hospital nurseries like, I gotta get some, and then just unleashing on newborns. Right. I don't think that happens a lot. I also don't know that we're that far away from that as a country, <laughs> given what's going on, but that's a different conversation. Keep your fucking messages <laughs> to yourself. Um, God, people are gonna hate that. They're gonna hate that comment. They, they might, but, They're gonna but I, I, uh, there's a picture of me looking at Isaac when he's four months old, and it's disturbing. It really does look like I'm making a decision here. Raise this child or get to have more sex. Yeah, but you didn't, you know, you made the right decision. And a bear isn't capable I of that. I did. I did. He's a great kid. The other thing that people hit me up about, we're just doing, this is a, like a sequel to last week's episode. They Perfect. Yeah. We dis it's like, a, it's like a, the, the talking dead. Yeah. This is talking middle. That's what today's episode is, talking middle. Uh, we talked about dying last week and how you would handle your funeral. Yeah. And, you know, it's you go and put you in a coffin, shoot you off a ramp, arrow, sets your coffin on fire, yep. coffin lands in the water. We decide to turn it into a race. Um, I think yeah, that, we that's did. where we're going. 
Um, I got pushed on a little bit. So I will tell you what mine is. Yours involved a hill. Mine also involves a hill. So okay. as mentioned, I when I planned my funeral, I looked into a Cool Runnings themed funeral. And so yeah. I actually know, I did know at one point the public appearance fees for uh, Dougie Doug, Malik Yoba, <laughs> Uh, Junior Bevy, and here's the thing, Leon. He's not coming. You can't get a you can't get a quote on a public appearance fee. You also you can't tell them. You can't tell their agent. I think right just, what they're going to be doing. Yeah, yeah, it's an event. It's a party, and then they show up and they have to call their agent. Like, hey, Jeff, it happened again. Can you please vet me so I don't have to keep going to Cool Runnings funerals? Right now, can I guess? Do you mind? Can I guess or do you just want to explain what you're going to do? I mean, I want you to guess. I don't want you to torpedo it, but I'd like you to guess. Go ahead. Well, I might torpedo it because I think I'm I think I'm onto it. So you go. I want to be buried up on a hill. Right. Well, a couple things. Uh, First of all, I think I'd like fishing in the dark to play at my funeral. I think that's a lot of fun. I don't want traditional church songs. Uh, That's what I I actually I wanted to go to your funeral and I guess I won't be there. When I when I was talking to that counselor who was trying to help me with my fear of death and we planned my funeral. It's a real thing. I said to a man I was paying. This is an actual thing. I said to him, I was like, you think if I choose fishing in, in the dark, people will get the metaphor like fishing in the like that's the afterlife i'm in heaven i'm li- like do you think they'll get it do you think that makes sense that's a real thing i said to a man i was probably paying over a hundred dollars an hour <laughs> just so you know that if i do ever murder you and slit your throat the long way i'm gonna come up right in your ear and go you had me going fishing in the dark so slit so the normal here's the thing normal funeral everything seems normal i'm in a regular coffin right and then at the end of the funeral where they're like fishing in the dark right the funeral's over everybody files out and they go to the burial and that's when they swap me out of my regular coffin into a coffin painted like the cool running sled okay yeah and i'm gonna be buried up on a hill and you can't it's a it's a tall wide hill so you can't see you know, it's kind of like you're looking off a cliff. You can't really see what's beyond the hill. And so okay. then I make people wait. They get them there. They're, they're waiting for at my burial for long enough that they're like, do we have the right place? What's happening here? And then yeah. up over the hill on their shoulders, the Jamaican bobsled, the actors from the Jamaican from Cool Runnings are carrying my sled and my my corpse mm-hmm. and they walk mm-hmm. me up and as they come up over the hill i've hired uh a guy who looks like because i'm sure that guy's too old now but the german the east german nazi guy in cool runnings okay. and then as everybody's okay. like what's going on and then he just he just starts to slow clap right and then they yeah. bring me up and they do the feel the rhythm feel the rhyme get on up it's funeral time and they slide me into the grave and then okay. I think it would be really nice if Leon, who is not going to be attending again because he's not Can't. available. He won't. He's, I think he's yeah. above this sort of work. But if he were to attend, he could lean over my grave and go, Sigh, you dead, man. And I won't answer, Chad, because I am, well, I'm dead, man. And I think that'd be... Indeed. Dead. I think that'd be very, very nice. 
I think that'd be nice too. I don't know all of the Cool Runnings references. I apologize, but I so here's I what think I that's thought. Probably okay. Here's what I thought was going to happen. I thought that since Leon could not attend your funeral, I thought you were going to be in a casket that is uh, four people, like four holes in it, and then you would be in front. And you would actually bobsled with the remaining three down through a giant. You know when the high school football team breaks through yeah. the paper that says like yeah. homecoming 2023. Um, you guys would break through a big paper. It would be John Candy. Mm-hmm. And you would break through that. And then they would jump out and then carry you to the grave. I thought you'd be at the bottom of a bobsled thing. That's what I was thinking. I like yours better because it keeps you on top of the hill, keeps people guessing what would have happened. Nice little mystery. My my parents for a while, um, they had they bought a man, I wish I could make this sound cool. Like I should just say they bought some land in Montana, which sounds really impressive. Uh yeah. Sounds like Yellowstone. Yeah. It's not that though. They bought okay. like like a tiny piece of land they might as well have bought it at a diner he's like hey i got a i got a couple square feet off behind the pit you know it was just a little thing and they just put a little junky trailer on there and so in the at the end of the summer they'd come out and they would that that was their land in montana which is a very wonderful thing i'm not like how cool is it to be able i just want to make sure everybody knows i don't come from a ranching family this was uh this was a real back of the uh, back of the napkin type of deal. Yeah, this is one of those things where um, they go, well, we, we can't make it to Montana this year. Maybe we could go visit one of those stars we bought yeah. for our kid's birthday. One of those things. The, the neighbor for a while made coffins. That was his thing. Oh. And so as a little okay. kid, when we'd go, you're like... Where are we going on vacation this year? And understand, you've been to Montana every year. That's what you do as a family. You essentially drive back in time. You leave yep. Minnesota and you're like, city, 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 building, wagon, wagon. Like it's, you go to the nothingness out there. Every yeah, year. remember, you know, you know when old people are driving around and they go, well, that target never used to be there. That was a cornfield. Yeah. And uh, hey, that stadium was never there. That uh, was all uh, a little uh, dirt patch for the kids. And then you get to Montana, you're like, oh, this is just this is what that used yeah, to be. Bring them there. And they're like, I this is reminds me of my youth. Yeah, that's why old people don't die. They die early in Montana because they don't have to tell you about any of that shit because nothing's been built. It is. I, it's just it's a weird like. So you, that's what you do. Your whole uh, that was every year our vacation. And I, I value those vacations. I love national parks. You know, we would go stay in a, a whole family would go stay in a pop up trailer and just, you know, argue for a week. And then we'd come on. Yeah, sounds awesome. We'd come on back, brother. Um, well, that was pre before we got this huge chunk of land out there. And then, you okay. know, we would argue on our way out and then we'd argue on the way back. And so it was great. Uh, but, you know, as a kid, every once in a while, you want to be like, where are we going? Are we going to the ocean? Let's go to Disney. Like those sort of things. And my dad had something, something with uh, speaking of Yellowstone. He didn't want to go east of the Mississippi. That was his rule. 
He wanted to go okay. west. Sure. He wanted to take it all west. But if you're on your like ninth straight Montana vacation and you're like, eh, I could be, I don't know that it could be worse. And then you get there and there's just a bunch of coffins in the yard and you're like, oh, so it'll be worse for me because I'm not old enough to conceptualize that this guy doesn't have a bunch of Draculas hanging around. It was bummies. Or your parents are just like, hey, kids, put on these Nikes and drink this Kool-Aid. That's one of the things I respect about my parents, though, is they took vacations because now as an adult, if you let me choose where I would go, I mean, obviously, you and I are big Caribbean babies. Um, we like it a sunshine, yeah. but yeah, I would go to where they went, like where they vacationed. I get, and I very much appreciate them going, no, you're, we're not taking a kid's vacation. We're taking the vacation right. we want. And you guys, you'll just be scared of that coffin, dude. And it'll be something you'll talk about on your shitty podcast and, you know, <laughs> 30 years. Boy, that. Looked right at me when you said shitty podcast. That was, uh, it didn't feel great. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. <laughs>